Okay. Hey, what's going on, Don? Hey, hey, Jason. Good to see you. Uh, Andrew, you there? Andrew, how's it going, bro? What's up? Cool. So, what is this now? This is now May. May 2nd, 2020. Yeah. Yep. School's finally basically over, for lack of a better way to put it. Um, and, goodness, uh, how, do we, how do we make it this far? Jeez. How's everybody's, everybody's doing all right so far with the, with the quarantine? You know, Good. I've never had to have my sister in the same place as me for so long it's annoying <laughs> but you love her yeah <laughs> all right all right so so what is up what is what is going on what are we talking about this week because i got some topics but okay what do you got done Okay, well, first of all, I guess the biggest thing that everybody's been talking about all week that I've observed is the scandal surrounding the leaks that came out uh, earlier this week for the, the sequel to Last of Us. That was a massive freaking bombshell. Um, when does that come out? Uh, I'm trying to remember. I think it was either June or July when that comes out. I'm not a PlayStation guy, so I don't remember that offhand. Uh, Andrew, do you remember that offhand? I think it's not. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it is July. No, you're... I don't even remember. I got basically after seeing the trailer and everything, I was excited about the game. And I get it, the plot leaks and everything. You can't find much on the plot leaks other than it happened right now. Uh, because either you see how angry the community is, because uh, the community got like super duper angry about it because it got spoiled, or you just right. basically the entire internet got scrubbed of all the information that you can find of it. Yeesh. I mean, it's always, I mean, it's, it's intellectual property that like literally hundreds of thousands of people wound up putting like months and years of time into basically. And especially with a company like Naughty Dog that already has, um, for lack of a better way to put it, a reputation for like overworking their employees, you know, to the next degree. It's, it's kind of, it's, 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 it's hard to, it's hard to talk about this topic without going into a lot of, um, I guess firmly one camp or another, you know, because it's like we we can only really speak from the standpoint of what what the consumer would experience. And the consumers were paying sixty bucks a pop to get this finished product that had better darn well be worth our money and time. I think I bought that on PS3. I played like the intro and I got bored or something. The, the first game. Yeah. Well. Yeah. I'm, yeah, I didn't. I didn't. I bought a PS4 and I didn't like it. Very, I had it for a little while. I didn't like it that much. That was back like oh. 2016, though. I'm sure they've come out with like the Pro way later and benefits you having the 4K disc and stuff like that. But I was like the first ad adopted it first when it first came out. Hmm. Well, there's um, there's some other information that actually dropped about this leak and the. One, the wait, wait, was Andrew? Hmm. Uh, I played through the entire game, and I don't know. All right, after Don says what he has to say, I'll tell you guys what makes me sad about the leak. Okay. okay. Well, I was just going to mention that uh, one of the one of the Sony representatives was talking to. Uh, I saw this article that I think it was what was it? Games uh, industry. Yeah, games industry. Let me try to put this up on the big screen behind me here. Uh, there we go. Sony has confirmed to Game Industry that it has identified the primary individuals responsible for the leaks earlier this week, saying they were not affiliated with Sony or Naughty Dog, as was rumored. So most of those rumors, I guess, got torpedoed within the last 24 hours or so as of this video's recording. 
but um, there's still no actual public naming, I guess, because it's it's a case in progress. But um, it, I mean, damage was done, you know, and this is like the 11th hour. The game is about to drop. People were looking forward to this for years. I mean, but anyway, that's all I was going to bring up there. Andrew, what, what, what's, what's your next point on this? So from what I've seen, just scouring YouTube about the leak, um, the community is up in arms, but most of the PlayStation community, I don't, I don't think they're going to play it as – I think it lost maybe almost half the following. And that's kind of exaggerating, but seriously, a lot of people play it for specifically the plot and for it to get spoiled really, really hurt, like the entire community. I can imagine. I can imagine. Yeah, man. I mean, it's, I already it's... had a, a friend of mine already said he's not going to buy the game now. It, what happened uh, again? Uh, a I already had a friend of mine it. already said he's not going to buy the game at all. Because of what? What happened with it again? Because of the leak. Because of the leak and the fact that it got you know spoiled so fast. Oh, Spoiling oh, a game yeah. like that hurts more than you know. Let's say if you spoiled, I don't know. I know Don's going to get upset with me, but like Gears Five, right? Like we we kind of yeah. know what's going to happen. Right. I'm totally upset yeah. with you right now for even saying that. Oh my god. Oh, I need a minute. I need a minute. Oh my god. Okay. No. All right. No. Could you not disappear for five seconds? Perish the thought. All right. Anyway, I'm sorry. Keep going, Andrew. But for uh, games that are pretty much just story driven, there's not even like a suit. The game mechanics for uh, The Last of Us are good game mechanics, but that's not what people really focus on. They more focus on like the story of the game. So for something, you know, especially a plot spoiler, it just it ruined it for a lot of people. And I wonder, I wonder the guys who actually did it, if they did, I understand there's a statement saying that they didn't work for Naughty Dog or Sony, but if they did, you know, they're just trying to cover it up. I just want to know what the punishment is going to be. It's going to be like, imagine getting like super fired. What is super fired? What is that? I mean? don't even know. Like getting fired is one thing, but I feel like fired and just disgraced is even worse. Like fired and penalized and fined is what he means. <laughs> and everything. Yeah. I mean, it's breach of intellectual copyright. I mean, that's a serious, serious lawsuit. You know, like, you know, confidential you like, know, trade like secrets. You're or penalized if you don't get hired anybody by any other company. It's, it's, it, it puts you unemployed, really, technically. Yeah. Yeah. Ouch. Um, man. But there's there's another thing um, that I wanted to bring up, which was, I think it was Washington Post ran an article that was talking about, uh, circling back to how this conversation first started with everybody sort of still dealing with uh, the quarantine. And there's been a lot of interesting news that's been coming out about how people are dealing with these different social and cultural changes that have been brought about because of the quarantine. And I saw this interesting article that uh, that the Washington Post was putting out about parents who have to work from home and how do their kids who can't go to school get preoccupied and it was talking about the idea of virtual babysitting um like or just by animal crossing <laughs> i mean I'm no but saying. well for people who don't own a switch jason for people who don't own a switch I got, like, there are five switches right now and a pink one on the way people who don't own one switch jason <laughs> like basically you it's have cheap, to bro. Okay, hold on. Let me finish this, this setup here. Um, you can actually, there's actually a sub 
a subset of the gig economy that we're in right now, basically, where you actually would hire people to like, you know, play games online with their with their kids or something, basically, to you know, just to keep them preoccupied. Uh, while the parents are obviously at work, like on the other side of the house, basically, or doing whatever meetings um, to, you know, continue to make money for the family. Uh, Jason, mm. you're the only one of us who's a parent. What are your thoughts on the idea of virtual babysitting? I mean, they got Cooking Mama now. That's a good game. But seriously. <laughs> I'm serious. Like, she can sit there and she can be cooking and doing all different kinds of stuff and Make, I, don't, I don't know. I, don't, I, I care less about all that other stuff. I'm not buying her a computer. Well, I mean, but for, you already have a computer. For, for, if you already have a computer, you already have a tablet. You already have the technology necessary for that anyway. I mean, rather it, her ruin a switch than ruin a computer. So I'm saying. Well, that's true. A switch would be way less expensive than that. But yeah, I mean, even point. just a simple Chromebook, I'm looking at two hundred dollars. Uh, Andrew, what do you think about this? So all I'm saying about the virtual babysitting, I, 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 I'm, I'm going to have to look into it because my sister's been driving me up a wall. And then especially <laughs> with the instruction, like I give her instruction every day because my mom doesn't feel like it. So I like have to give her what they gave us to, you know, tell them how to work and everything. I got to like make math problems for, I feel like a teacher. I didn't, I didn't sign up for that. But virtual yeah. babysitting sounds awesome. But it reminds me of that one meme that was on Facebook uh, where it's like, watch my kids while I go smoke. <laughs> I missed that one. How did I miss that one? When did that Yo. come out? And like the, the, the live is still up, man. You need to go check it out. <laughs> they seriously watched those kids while she went to go smoke. Wow. Um well, <laughs> Brave New World is, I guess, basically all I can say about that. Um, so, do y'all do y'all remember your other topic, sir? Because I have another one in, in in the barrel, ready to go. Uh, Minecraft just released a new snapshot, right? And it seems to be duper, doing super duper well. Also, low key. Uh, snapshot. What do you mean? My, all right. So the new snapshot seems to be going over well. And supposedly Bedrock is supposed to be getting it pretty soon. It's already with Java because the snapshots, basically Java gets it way, way before Bedrock does. Like we have to wait an entire month before we even get uh, the update. Okay, so really quickly then, just can you bottom line it for people who like, we all know what Minecraft is, but for people who don't know what Bedrock refers to or don't know what Snapshot exactly refers to. Okay, so Snapshot is basically a preview of the new update that's going to be to Minecraft. Bedrock Edition is the cross-platform edition to all consoles, systems, PCs, while okay, Java so, is specific to PC. Okay, so you're talking. So Bedrock enables PlayStation people to play with Xbox people to play with Switch people, Jason, to play with uh, mobile people to play with PC people. Yeah. Nice. Why can't we all have that? Why do we have only Minecraft capable of pulling this off? And why did it take so long? That's what really drives me up the wall with this. You know what really grinds me grinds my gears? The fact that it took this long to do this. Because <laughs> Minecraft that. makes a lot of money versus some other games that don't make as much money. But like how Fortnite is completely, even though it's bad, it's completely cross-platform. Hmm. Well, and then there's also um, PUBG. That's what I was trying to think of. Uh, Player Underground uh, Battlegrounds. I think that still so has some. Is PUBG still uh, cross-platform as well? 
it it kind of is, but nobody plays PUBG anymore. Apex killed PUBG. Oh, yeah, that's right. I forgot. Didn't they have another yeah. game come out for PUBG this week or something like that? Didn't something come out for that? I think so. I wouldn't know. Like, seriously. I uh, I can't even play Apex, man. Seriously, a game that I've been trying to play during quarantine and get good at is Tekken 7. Like, I already had it, but, like, I didn't, like, seriously. Man, the game is just annoying now. And the only games that I've seriously been playing during this are... Minecraft, and when I was playing Minecraft, by the way, gotta tell Jason on stream, I made a Minecraft yeah. world for the show, and it it's ninety thousand blocks in now. Ninety thousand blocks. We are ninety thousand oh ninety thousand blocks in now. Wow! Holy crap! So so what is so? Can you give the people watching a bit of a preview of like what kind of what kind of world are you building here to to serve as the quote unquote the weekend showcase world for for I'm, for Minecraft? What are people going to be looking I'm forward to? I'm basically building like a townie server, but just to make it really really simple, I'm building a townie server based on the show. I have a theme park in there. I have basically important buildings so far. I have a wall surrounding the city. I'm planning to basically make roads all through basically the continent that I have it on. And uh, I, I just want people to build around that city. I've also put command blocks so people can't damage stuff. This sounds like it's really, really impressively robust and wide-ranging in, in terms of size. What, what, how are you solving the problem of, of transportation? Like, how are people going to be able to navigate this? This sounds like it's way, way uh, too big to navigation. Really... So essentially, I have uh, coordinates on, and if I have coordinates on, I can basically measure the distance that uh, you can go, and you can travel through the nether, and then you can measure the distance in the nether, and you'll have a shorter time than actually traveling it traveling in the overworld. Hmm. Well, that sounds like it'll be an, an interesting thing to experience. We are going to have to do a stream about this specifically. That should be one of our first streams of the season. Yeah, once we get Minecraft that fully finished. Done. Yeah, actually, in fact, I'm looking forward more than anything to the Dungeons game that's going to be popping off in the tail end you of this it? month. Actually, you know what? We technically already do, thanks to uh, Microsoft. Uh, what was it? Game Pass. Game Pass Ultimate. Uh, it turns you don't out have to that own a physical copy of Minecraft. Is what I'm asking. No, not yet. It's not. It's not physical. But we already have. Okay, it. well, I do. So, uh, and he does apparently. So. Okay. Cool. I also have. All a, right. I also I have two Playstations. One for me and one for my sister. I have an actual downloaded comp copy on my actual console. And then I have. I got the a download. I actually sister. have a downloaded copy on my uh, PS4 as well. I don't have yeah, a man, PS4, but at my PlayStation account has one, and my PS Vita account has one, and my Nintendo account and my 360 account have. Actually, they all have Minecraft. See, oh, see tell him, the... Jason. He has wait. to get into it. I'm trying to tell him. Even wait, if wait, you wait. Build it's a good game like, once you figure out how to craft and get all that stuff going on. It's. I mean. I, personally, Animal Crossing is more addicting for me now just because of the quarantine. And there's so many people on there, and now they have a thing now where they actually have a group I found on uh, Reddit. I think I was telling Don earlier this week about this. They have a group of people that actually build their own clothes and their own hats, and they'll actually come to you to your island if you pay them gold, and they'll just start picking up weeds around the entire island and clean it up for you. And I remember that. And pay them gold, and they get back on the airplane and leave. 
So it's like, there's just so many different things right now. I mean, like if Minecraft gets huge again, and we have all these people on there because of quarantine. Well, the thing about it is Minecraft hasn't, what I've noticed at the, is that the Minecraft channels that, you know, when the big Minecraft boom happened, the Minecraft channels that were up there haven't died down yet. And what makes it even better is if you have a Minecraft server, it's just easier to make not only content, but just like, it's just easier. Yeah. Did you ever get into the Minecraft story mode thing? Or were you like like click and go kind of thing? Yeah, man, I tried it. And plus, you can now play Minecraft story mode on, uh, on like Netflix. Right? Netflix, yeah. Yeah, my so sister, my out, sister like, uh, does it, but I can't get into it. I just, I don't know. I, I, I played I uh, Wolf the Among first Us. One, and I was gonna buy a second one, and then I found the second one was like, I don't know, is that out of print or something stupid? I don't understand. But it all of a sudden went from like five bucks at GameStop because they didn't want to get, they wanted to get rid of it, to like a hundred bucks on eBay. So, thanks, for, thanks for reminding me about the Netflix story mode thing. I'm trying to remember uh, when that dropped. What was it like November or December? I was trying to get around to doing that, but I got caught up like in school. And I told really? <laughs> yeah, it actually lines up. November. It's already May. So like November, December. Mm-hmm. Basically, yeah. I mean, my only thing is if Telltale Games is going to sell off properties and do stuff like that, you know, and just like essentially have like how they have minecraft story mode i wish they would put different ones up there telltale they're done aren't they yeah no no they are but they got bought up by uh i forgot what the company's name is but they got bought up by a smaller company and they're supposed to be continuing all their stories i tried their batman one that one was okay Wait, 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 um, hold on, hold on, hold on, Jason, I'm sorry, Andrew, you said they're continuing all of their stories, I thought that the, the, um, the Walking Dead story one was mode, done. Pretty much the ones that they left off, not Walking Dead either, but really right. what they're going to try to push with is uh, A Wolf Among Us 2. Okay, what about Sam and Max? Uh, you said what now? What about Sam and Max, what about Bone, what about... Um, nah, man, I, no, I don't think really? so, the thing about it is... With small game companies like that who have to take on these bigger companies, they have to really put all of their effort into one thing and then try to make that really good or it's going to fail. I mean, yeah, that, that makes some sense. But, I mean, I was just really hoping they would, they would uh, continue the bone thing because, like, I used to be a big fan of those comics. And there's a lot more. They only got they only got through to adapting the first two books out of goodness. I don't even remember how many there were offhand. It's been years since I last read through those books, but I was a big fan of those books. Uh, I don't know I what you're kid. talking about. Bone. It was this uh, comic series. It was this uh, weird comedy fantasy adventure comic series. Um, I mean, it, it was it was kind of big in the '90s, but anyway, <laughs> kind of. Uh, what what upsets me about that whole situation though is I feel like they. Telltale really blew it when they fi- when they finally did the Batman game because even though it was mostly enjoyed, the fact of the matter is, as we learned, Batman is really really hard to like conquer and source material and everything. Like that's why people didn't like Ben Affleck as Batman. It's really hard to just have him. It's hard to make Batman in general, but especially when you try to change somewhat of the formula. I mean, have you seen the car that they're giving Pattinson for his version? I mean, hey goodness. man, don't don't leave his don't Mad Max car that. alone. I just want to see what happens when it comes out. But by but by the the logic that Andrew just broke down, I mean the odds are already against 
the Pattinson version being not, I wouldn't even go so far as to say it's successful, but I mean, just even taken seriously when you look at all of the changes oh, that no, they brought man. in to set that apart. I mean, I really, Seriously, I'm, I'm I think, curious to right, see it. But... I think the Pattinson movie might actually do good. He's a good yeah. actor, and not only is he a good actor, but, you know, I know a lot, his bat suit gets a little bit of hate. Like, it doesn't get much hate because it's a really cool bat suit. Uh, the bat collar is a little weird, but other than that, it's it's pretty it's pretty dope. Um, I don't I don't have the image in, queued up for the the, mo- the over the shoulder monitor right now, but there was um, I think you're referring to Andrew the uh, the little behind the scenes uh, test preview footage basically for the for yeah. the suit. The the chest emblem is supposedly made out of gun parts. I guess presumably the gun that killed Thomas and Martha. Yeah, no, they're supposed to be taking a lot more of the earlier. We're not there. Like Batman Year One and a lot of Batman Year Zero um, content, and basically putting that into uh, this new um, Batman, which is going to be good. But the issue that I'm having specifically with that is if they're going to do a young Batman story. First off, again, Don and me have had this conversation off camera uh, so many times. They miss the opportunity to have a Batman Beyond movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is bittersweet. But in all honesty, I see why. Like, Batman Beyond is also going to be... It would be really hard to, like... It's like when they made a Dragon Ball Z movie. It wasn't good. But the reason why it wasn't good, in all honesty, is because it's hard to make. It's hard to, you know, narrow down to a single thing. When you say narrow down to a single thing, are you talking about like all the different, like expand on that a little bit. Okay. So what I mean by that is a lot of this stuff has like Batman Beyond or even Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z is all about development. You know, you see Goku as a kid. By the end of it, he's an adult with a grandchild. So explain to me in all seriousness how you plan to basically personify that in a movie that at most is 90 minutes i'm pretty sure i would probably have better odds of explaining the whole idea of like oh goodness there's this great meme where uh vegeta is all confused about like goku's never kissed a girl but somehow he has kids I'm pretty sure I'd have I'd have better odds of explaining how that logic makes sense. I'm pretty sure not even Toriyama himself could could, could really explain the logic behind that, but I don't know. Yeah. This is a great so headshot, by the your... way. <laughs> ah, uh, thanks. Yeah, yeah, Jason, what's going on with your camera? Are you good? Yeah, I'm just trying to find my my uh, keyboard. So. No. Okay. Cool. Like, I had a second ago. I just don't want you to see me, like, jump up and bouncing around the camera. Like, find this keyboard. Um, due to technical difficulties. <laughs> okay. Like, you know, it didn't even have to be known. <laughs> I'm kidding. Look, I'm just kidding. I'm trying to fill time. It's okay. But, uh, uh, yes, Andrew, go ahead. So, just off topic, but just, I had to ask somebody. What's with what Netflix? Did you keep anywhere? Why does Netflix I, keep making a uh, white keyboard anywhere? What happened here? Um, Jason, you're on a hot mic. Jason. Does that machine work? Um, 
Hang on a second. Let me do something right quick. Hold on. There we go. Okay. Sorry, Andrew, keep going. Uh, so what's with Netflix and making all of these anime movies that are really bad? Like the one time they, they won't. All right. So check this out. I've been watching a whole lot of Netflix since whole quarantine started. Please explain to me the uh, full metal alchemist, right? Is a perfect example of a time where you can whitewash an anime movie because all right. So Edward Elric and Alphonse Elric are both German. Like, even though they live in a fictional kingdom and everything, when they, they're German, right? They have blonde hair and blue eyes, right? Mm-hmm. And they decided to make them Japanese in the movie. Well, I thought that was just like a, a localized, oh, hang on. It looks like Jason's back in. Hang on. Whoops. Mute me again. There we go. I, I, can, I got you. I can... <laughs> do it myself. Thank you. Okay. 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 Uh, sorry, yeah, Andrew. You, Andrew was just talking about uh, the Full Metal Alchemist out the right here. Okay. <laughs> Go ahead. Keep going. Continue. Yeah, but uh, it was it was bad, man. It was like the one time where you could have d- used like a normal like whitewash dude, man. It'd be it'd be fine, right? But they decided to use like a Korean dude, and the movie seemed really really awkward and. Things weren't. Oh. Well, uh, I thought that was just. I thought that was just a, a circumstance of, I guess, the the production, like where it was, where it was localized, and like the production companies that were responsible for for making that in the first place. Maybe that's why they went with uh, those actors, as a, because it was like I don't know, maybe a cost cutting issue. For I'm not trying to play devil's advocate by any stretch of the imagination. Let me make that clear. Well, um, well, well check this out. If it's backed by Netflix, I expect I expect Netflix to be able to throw a little money because I know eventually Netflix wants to probably produce some good content for, uh, you know, just like they want to produce a good anime movie. Like you know, it's decent but still not good. But there is this movie, um, what is it? No, the Godzilla thing that they did, it it was decent. It just wasn't good. There was a Netflix original about Godzilla. Yeah, they also did one about Ultraman. Yeah, I remember the Ultraman one. I don't remember seeing the Godzilla one. The Godzilla one is called I Godzilla. I saw the Godzilla one by uh, Eminem. That was pretty good. <laughs> Music video, <laughs> man. <laughs> Sorry. Nah, man. It, it, was, yeah. it was about basically... The plot is... All right, so the human race got off of Earth right before nukes started going off and monsters started fighting and left earth for a thousand years, they come back to earth and Godzilla has basically taken over the planet. And now he's like a thousand feet or 3000 feet tall and freaking has bark for or rocks for skin and all that cool stuff. And that's all cool. But then it just started taking liberties with characters that had already been established. Like Ghidorah is not a, three-headed lightning dragon no more he's now a fourth dimensional being that can affect the real world but can't it just became bull after a while okay so from a continuity perspective this netflix interpretation like how adjacent to the monster verse is this in other words are we expecting it's Kyle like to run through? Canon. Hmm? it's supposed to be full-on canon and technically the latest of the entire monster verse which 
is stupid in itself. I mean, one thing that I tried to get into and a really good Godzilla movie that you should watch, like just a recommendation for everybody is called Shin Godzilla. It is what if Godzilla was real, right? And what if his mutations were real? He goes through like three or four mutations and all of them are like, it's, it's brutal, but it's a better take on Godzilla. Like at one point, one of his mutations, like he starts off almost like a fish creature until he gets to his final form. So you get to see him slowly evolving. I'm trying to, I'm trying to pull up what you're what you're saying right now. You said it was you're saying it was called Shin Godzilla, S H I N. Yeah, I think I heard of that one actually. Yeah, hmm. 2016. It was really good. Yeah, this looks gnarly. I'm looking at the uh, I'm looking at the the poster for this thing right now. Switch. Hmm. When are you going to be getting this? And now we have the running joke continue. I don't know yet. I'm, I'm not even joking. I know you're not. <laughs> this is this is becoming a running gag now where every single week, Jason asks Don, when is he getting a Switch? When is Don getting a Switch? Well, did Andrew have a Switch or did he play one? Who, me? Yeah, no. Uh, this guy used to bring a Switch all the time. To I just don't yeah. have one because I'm... I don't know. I'm, I'm a teenager. Whoa. Uh, Hello? He, 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 Don muted you. <laughs> ha, 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 ha. No. Um, Andrew? No, but uh, no, this guy used to bring one to school all the time. Uh, and during, like, SOL times, we'd uh, all play, like, Smash. And, like, yeah. I'd never win because he had the game all the time, but I beat everyone else except him. It, it's great. Switch system is... is Smash Bros. is actually a really, really fun still. Even in solo mode, just going through the whole thing. Yeah, man. I mean, I also have a buddy who has one, and uh, when Fortnite was popular and I tried it for a little bit, um, basically, it does allow for LAN parties to be a little bit easier. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, that's, that's a struggle, man. Like, I had a LAN party here like a couple of weeks ago. So I told, I have two monitors in my room, right? Mm -hmm. I told uh, a friend of mine to bring another monitor. And then I have, I brought out my other monitor from my closet. So I had three monitors, like four PlayStation set up. And we were all trying to play, uh, what was it? We were playing Payday. I remember that game. Yeah, I don't know. I got a lot of mixers. You like that? I remember that game. I played the. Oh yeah, the, no, I, I that that one on the Switch at least it wasn't that good. I'm sure on the PS4 it was. Oh no. For the Xbox, the it's was great, but on the Switch, I'd imagine it's decently hard. First-person shooters on Switch seem like they're eh. You got Doom and you got Castle Wolfenstein. Those two are okay in handheld, but there's certain games that are just meant to be played on TV in really good condition, and that's not a Switch game sort of thing yeah man hopefully we get a pro model and that'd be great but that's a whole other story and yet switch it was designed to have that as an option to hook itself directly to dock itself directly into a larger television for a more expanded viewing experience a gaming well, experience of course, and yet, that, that's 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 the point don but at yeah. the same time you're not always going to be like that you're not always going to have the option to basically dock it and you know play it on a bigger tv sometimes most of the time most people are aren't playing it dog and like in the kitchen because yeah 
it's true. Most people, are, most people are only playing it on their TV right now just because they're quarantined. Like, I know mm-hmm. most people that play the Switch will be, like, in their bed or, like, you know, on the school bus or, or on the bus to work, whatever. But, like, most people aren't, are always playing it on the go. But just because of the quarantine thing, it's like, oh, hey, I want to get the dock and the Switch and all that stuff just because they're at home with their family. Okay, so then, Jason, if we if the quarantine was not in effect, if like in a in a in a twenty twenty without the coronavirus, would people still be doing? Like <laughs> Hold on, serious question. Um, would people still like not care basically about hooking their switches up to their television? Everybody would still be just treating them as glorified handhelds. How many people would be caring to get the dock, if not for the virus? This is a regular switch. Comes with uh, everything. Okay. These are switch lights. Basically, the Joy-Cons don't come off and they're stuck all in there. Yeah, I know. Yeah. The, like, though, those are really cool investments. My thing is, like, I couldn't imagine Doom Eternal. Because Doom is one thing, but Doom Eternal, I got the pleasure of playing recently. That I'm going to be honest, man. That game is the Dark Souls of shooting games. Yeah. You don't think it's good in the Switcher thing? Like, I've never played a shooting game that hard. Yeah. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, I couldn't imagine playing that on Switch. I played that on PS4, and, like, even on PC, it just seems like it'd be extra, extra difficult. But, like, Man, playing that on a screen this big, I eventually you'd have to chuck the switch. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for certain games, definitely. Okay, so so then let's say you're a gamer who does a lot of Fortnite or Call of Duty Warzone or like any of the other games we've been talking about that are really really popular. Uh, what would you say to them to give them to to get them to give Doom Eternal a shot? Uh, basically. Again, for those Warzone people, usually I know I'm going to sound like, oh, yeah, play Dark Souls and stuff. Like, Doom Eternal is not for casuals. Just, it's not for people who just want to play a game and, you know, distract themselves. Doom Eternal seems like a game just to challenge you. It's either to challenge you, make you mad, or if you really like Doom games, but... I'm going to be honest, the movement system, it's its great, it's beautiful to look at, but the movement system, all of the demons, all the different variations, essentially what happens is, like, there's so many different variations of demons and everything that it, it just gets to the point where if you're not ready to almost fully commit to that game, you're just not going to play it, because after, it's like Sekiro. Casual players did not play Sekiro. It was a commercial hit because of people who like Dark Souls-esque games, but in all honesty, you play Sekiro, like I have Sekiro, right? And I love Dark Souls, but I hate Sekiro so much, man. Oh. It's just, it, it's not a bad game, right? Hmm. It's just bad for me. Fair enough, fair enough. That's how. Um, by, by the way, I found uh, the, the thing that you were talking about earlier, going back to the Godzilla topic, I think this was the thing that you were talking about. Oh, yeah, man, it's awesome. Like, check, cool cover. check him out, man. He has his little, little arms. Yeah, hang on. It only it only shows up on my screen. Hang on a second. 
there it goes. All right. <laughs> I can't manually control who's, uh, whose screen is running. It only like automatically shifts over depending on who's talking at that moment. But yeah, that's the, this is Shin Godzilla, right? Yeah. Yeah. First off, best thing about that movie is the, it's only like an hour and a half, maybe like two hours long. Right. But, uh, it's Godzilla's beam in the movie. He only does it like once or twice, but it just shows the full scale of how the beam works. It's supposed to be an atomic blast, right? At one point in the movie, it's not going to spoil anything, but he fires the okay. beam and slices through like a bunch of like skyscrapers, and it's just it's it's so well made. Wow. For it to be a Godzilla movie, the only thing I can compare it to is the one they made in 2014 and the one they made in 2019 was it King of Monsters King of Monsters right right. Wise, right but yeah but this one is still done with practical effects um so i really have to applaud the people who made that movie and then it's written well and essentially it's just it's a case of Godzilla that's not first off worst Godzilla movie just off the back is the one with Matthew Broderick it's really bad yeah, Ferris Bueller did not need to be in that movie. <laughs> oh, man. But see, that movie was like, ah. Uh, all right. Maybe it's because I was like 10 at the time, but I kind of liked it. I don't know. I, I'm, I'll chalk that up to like I was 10 at the time. At the time, I liked it. I just want to make that clear. But, you know, it's just you just made me cringe so disclosure. Hard. Hmm? You made me cringe so hard, man. You said you like that movie, man. That that movie gives me nightmares. How bad it is. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. You know, it was a, it was a different time. We had different standards for uh, American ripoffs of iconic, uh, you know, uh, film properties from from international markets. But anyway, thanks, Jason. Thanks, Andrew, for coming in this week. And thanks to you at home who are watching this. Uh, don't forget to like and subscribe to this channel. Um, and we'll see you guys next week. If you have any suggestions for things to talk about next Saturday night, or, or excuse me, next Sunday, by the time y'all are seeing this, we record Saturday nights. So we post on Sunday. Um, if y'all have any ideas for things to be able to talk about next week, don't forget to drop us a comment down below or something. Let us know. And, uh, we'll might read your comment on here, bring it up and build a conversation around it. So yeah, that's pretty much it. Have a good week. Uh, stay safe and we'll see you next time. Yep. Okay.